astrology, feng shui, tarot, crystals. We've all heard about these practices, but what does it all mean? Each week, Mom and me will dive into these topics to present them in an easy, digestible 20 minutes. From full moons to celebrity charts to even red doors, Mom and me will share personal, shocking, and wow factor stories. Welcome back to another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. My name is Kate Wind, and joining me is my mom, Mary Swick. Good morning, Kate. Good morning. Today we are discussing Leo season. Yay! Can't believe we're this far into July already. Of 2021. Yeah, half over. Halfway over. Um, So Leo season typically runs from July 23rd to August 22nd. That can change by a day or two, depending on the year. Right. Um, and I think one of the things that stands out about Leo's, this was one of the first podcasts we did. Yeah, we did. Is we were trying to ex- teach the Zodiacs by understanding the holidays that fell into their season. Mm-hmm. So, for example, um, if we talk about Capricorns being ruled by Saturn and what you know holidays do we see during Capricorn season? We see Christmas and we see New Year's. And what do we do at New Year's? We start putting restrictions on ourselves, and that's how we can understand Saturn. Okay, I got to go back and get the idea here. Okay. Well, no, you're right. You're right. What am I yeah. thinking? <laughs> Excuse me. Go okay. ahead. You're right. That Saturn, we start putting restrictions on ourselves. I'm not going to eat this. I'm going to work out. I'm going to be more regimen. And so that's a way to understand Saturn to understand the holidays that fall during that time so we went through all the signs and leo is the only sign that doesn't have a major holiday in it true right but we discovered well i should say dad discovered i think dad brought it to our attention i think he did that the national restaurant association right deemed that leo season is the most uh, i should say they have the most celebrated public birthdays in restaurants during leo season right yeah. So that can start giving, start give you some ideas, giving you some ideas about what Leos are all about. Yeah, they that, celebrate themselves. Yes, in public. In public, they can. I mean, and and we know we know we have some shy Leos out there, of course. But they still may want. They may want it at their mother's table, their True. birthday celebration, or something of that nature. But isn't that interesting that when you go into a restaurant? Uh, in the month of um, uh, July, July, late July and August, you're apt to hear "Happy Birthday" sung. Yep. If you go out for dinner, I've never heard anyone doing it for breakfast, oh, but you know, lunch. Maybe. I'm sure yeah. lunch and dinner. Yeah. You know, you go out, you're going to hear "Happy Birthday" sung because there's more Leos. Number one, there are more more of them. That's the right? number one. The number one sign. Populated for, sign. Yeah, exactly. Leos. So there's more of them. And they celebrate themselves. I think we can learn something from Leos. Absolutely. Right? To well, yeah, celebrate yourself. Yeah, there's some people that would be like, I would never go to a restaurant and allow someone to sing. Oh, yeah, like, no, I'm like past you. that point. Yeah, like me. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I'm past that point. I don't want anyone singing, clapping, you know, on the birthday. Yeah. And it's not an age thing. It's just, it just. I was going to say, even when we were younger, I know you didn't like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about Leos being born. Um, we're talking about the, the northern hemis- hemisphere right. here. Right. Um, they're born in the hottest months. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Where, the, where we think of the sun as really bearing down on us. Prominent. Very prominent in the sky in the month of August. And um, so in a sense, they're being born into the spotlight. Yeah. 
It, it, you know, they're probably shielded a lot from the bright light, mm-hmm. right? The long day still, we would still be having that time of year. Yeah. So they're, they come in during the brightest months. Mm-hmm. They're also ruled by the sun. They're ruled by Leos are ruled by the sun. Yes. Uh, they are a fire sign. I should throw that in yes, as well. Absolutely. And fixed. Yeah. Um, and if we know anything about the sun, all of the planets revolve around the sun. Yeah. In our solar system. Yeah. Right. All the planets dutifully yeah. stay in orbit. <laughs> right. And go around the sun. So the sun has some control. Again, Mm -hmm. now we're not speaking as scientists here, but the concept is the sun is holding everybody in orbit. Right. And that kind of could be a great description for Leos in general. Right. So um, we talk about the spotlight or the stage, and like you already mentioned, I've had some Leos say, oh, no, I'm so shy. I I don't want to be on the stage. But it's almost like we could call it egotistical or we could call it, you know, just aware that what they have to say holds some sort of value. Yeah, they're an integral part. So whether it's an employee, whether it's a family member, they may say, hey, if it wasn't for me, you wouldn't be having this great party or spread that I worked all day to have, to put out, right? Right. I mean, they're an integral part of, and they see themselves. And so, yeah, of course, they need some token of appreciation. Of course, of course. Well, I like this example that you gave about how when we were children we would mm-hmm. draw the sun and we'd yeah. draw like a big circle and then we'd draw those lines shooting out from the circle yeah yeah so with so it has the rays shooting out and you can almost think of that as like the leo aspect of it of like kind of infiltrating into you know people's yeah, lives they, they, proje- the they project yeah. they affect people yeah uh, yeah they you know they they do have an impact they do have a great impact absolutely uh, when we look at the animal that Leos are represented by, we have the lion. Yeah. Yeah. And we oftentimes talk about that. Oh, she's got that Leo mane of hair. Mm-hmm. So generally hair is important to Leos. Right. Right? So I'm a Leo moon. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean. Your hair is, every, I mean, it's, it's one of your identities, right? It is. It is. But I know, especially when people have Leo rising. I think we say like, oh, you probably have a great head of hair. Right. Leo rising. and But it's interesting for men with Leo rising. Mm-hmm. I have found that there's a little bit of uh, baldness or oh, really? receding hairline involved. Okay. So again, it doesn't mean they couldn't still have a great head of hair, you know, but then oftentimes they're overtaken by, oh, oh. now I'm <laughs> losing okay. it, so to speak okay. as well. So the point, it's really safe to say always with Leo. There's something interesting about the hair. Distinctive. They're, they're distinctive. They're really into it. They maintain it. It's something outstanding about it. Or not just a signature. Something signature about it that it stands out. Okay. So when we start getting into some of the describing words of Leo, we kind of have already sprinkled a few in. But let's mm-hmm. kind of start naming off mm-hmm. the big mm-hmm. things that they're known for. The big word, individuating, <laughs> individuating. It sounds like we're in a therapy, therapist office, but it, it's such, I can't find a better word for it. The Leo has a need to find how they're different than yeah. somebody else and the person next to them. Yeah. So I sing better, you know, I dress better, I travel and you don't. They, they make a bigger thing about what they're doing. And um, 
I have it later on my list here, but they speak with such confidence about what they're doing mm-hmm. that it just it almost sometimes can be intimidating. Like, well, I went to the store, I didn't get that, didn't get that, I got this. And oh, okay. they, are, they're so clear that this was the best, and if you got something less, lesser, you know, or you chose another, may have another choice, it would be lesser, it wouldn't be as good. So they're very effective in, 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 in um, conveying, you know, what, what they feel is the best for them. Okay. I think they also like love value. So we talk about like luxury, mm-hmm. expensive things, um, whether that's they have a great wardrobe, whether they insist on driving a very nice car, that there is some of that outer appearance that plays into things. And, and it can be, goes right into just the precious metals, gold, silver, that type of thing. Very, you know, uh, Leos generally just like fun. They like to be in fun environments. Yeah. We have a good mutual friend, almost fam- almost adopted family, you know, in the entertainment business. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he loves to be out where he's singing, playing the piano, where, you know, people are. He, he loves that they're, they're not there working. Yeah. They're there having a good time. The camaraderie. The camaraderie, absolutely. The playing to the audience. Yeah, I think like Leo's when it comes to party, like they could be like the best dressed if it came to like a themed party. Oh, yeah. You know, that they can really get involved in the... Well, they have a little ink, a little ink, uh, a little drop of royalty mm-hmm. in them. Yeah. And again, that doesn't really fit well the way we talk in the West here, but it is that idea that there's some sophistication or there's like a knowingness about how to act or what to say, but it oftentimes shows up in how they present themselves. So I would expect a Leo to show up a little sparkly, yep. potentially, yep. and you know, even for someone with just a suit on, really sharp, snazzy suit, great tie, right? Mm-hmm. Something that really kind of uh, catches the eye when you walk in the room. Absolutely. So with that, I know we've kind of said, okay, not everything's about the spotlight, but they do make great performers. <laughs> they do. They make whether that's sports, whether that's media, where they are kind of the well, number one person. And in why spotlight. is that? Because Leo rules the performance arts. Yep. There's many of us that are collaborative, that we do all these things together, and it's really hard to pull out exactly what did you contribute. Mm-hmm. You know, I contributed that which got edited, that's on the floor, that type of thing. Yeah. Whereas performance art, you're sitting in the stands and you are looking at it. Can they play tennis or can't? Can they hit the ball? Can they not hit the ball? Can they do the ballet or can they not do the ballet? Right? So they get themselves more aligned with things that actually need to get done. Or have like a tangible outcome. Thank you. Tangible outcome. So we can say, oh, you didn't do it right. Well, or yeah, you can I, I see saw it you or it doesn't show. function. <laughs> I saw you in that show. I saw you trip up. Yeah. And so if you're saying like the writers who there's a contribution thing, you can't necessarily say like who wrote that line or who wrote right. this line. Yes. Okay. So that's why, the, you know, that's again goes back into, so it could be the one person in at work that, you know, if they make a mistake, it's very visible. Yeah. It affects the whole operation. Oh, so-and-so made a mistake here. Yeah. Um, we also have to talk about children because children fall into the Leo category. They do. The childlike yeah. Well, you know what, we, and we know this because, you know, we have a three-year-old in the family, mm-hmm. and, you know, they light up every gathering, right? Yes. Uh, there's yeah. never a lull in conversation 
when Lincoln's around because right. we're all, you know we're all so entertained by and most of us are entertained by children. Yes, they're the life of the party for the True. most part. Um, so it does make sense that um, uh, they're they're naturally associated with the sign Leo. Children are. Children are. Yes, yeah. exactly. And so what you're saying when we think of like what children do we can give some of those same attributes to Leos, regardless of their age. That's right. That there's an entertainment factor. Um, Or they might embrace, like, childhood activities. They like to be playful. Oh, yeah. maybe act a little age-inappropriate. Oh, absolutely. They might do something, they might get down and do something with a child that normally adults wouldn't do. Yeah. Splash in the pool, things of that nature. Yeah. They, they, they have a, an innocence about them, an expression. I'd be curious if, like, Leos were the most, um, like, I was going to say misdiagnosed. That's not the word I'm thinking of, but, like, for their age. You know, when you have to, like, oh, play the guessing oh, game yeah. of, like, age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because of enthusiasm. Yeah. Not misdiagnosed. What am I looking for? What word is that? Just people not guessing their age yeah, properly. Okay. And there must be yeah. a, some fewer words. I don't know what that is. Absolutely. Um, we also talk about, like, they. I would think they like to spend their money. Yeah, I would think so. I think cash would speak to them yeah. more so than a check. Yeah. Maybe they carry more cash. I mean, I know that's not I very know, popular these days that's going downhill yeah. but at one point i think we'd said leo's like cash yeah um you know money to spend money that's ready waiting not that i'm not saying that every leo goes out and spends all their money no but they like the idea that i got money in my pocket i'm ready to make a deal if the, if the opportunity comes up well i think you know fun and like flashiness would both be associated with well you gotta have money to do those that's things true. so yeah, right right um that could just that play is, into it's that. Little hard to do to be that isn't it without some cash in your pocket yeah or at least to look like it yeah that's <laughs> you know, right to pull out a couple hundred dollar bills right right exactly to fan yourself yeah yeah i think also the thing about ownership they do like to own that maybe goes back to that cash thing that they own it and whether it's the car whether it's the house you know, obviously many other toys it could be as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I do think they do particularly well through real estate. Okay. I think a Leo realtor is kind of the ultimate. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. I think lastly, before we start talking about more of the struggles, um, I know Leos want us to continue to compliment them, but <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> just kidding. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about um, kind of them being coaches, about having a strong oh. voice. So. Yeah. I think we kind of alluded to this already, but yeah. because they're so strong in what they think is right, they could mm-hmm. be great debaters. Um, they could also be great coaches because they can mm-hmm. just say things very matter-of-factly. This is how it is. Yeah, they, they say things almost like it's a fervent belief. Mm-hmm. You know, they could we could just be talking about what car is best to buy. Yeah. But they speak about it so, like, factually that this is hands down, no question. And they seem to come to their conclusion pretty quickly. Right. So it's, it's admirable, but I'll be honest, it's very intimidating sometimes when you're around Leos and they call it that this is the best and, you, and you're thinking about doing, you know, the second from the left. Right, <laughs> and, right. And all of a sudden thinking, oh, am I getting a bad deal? Am I, you know. That could also go back to them being a fixed sign. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so if you're not familiar um, with astrology, they can fall into three categories and fixed pretty much sounds like what the word is that yeah. they can become very fixated yeah um when they have a plan that 
it can be a little harder for them to be flexible with it. Oh yeah, if it's had. working, why, why are we gonna change it, right. right? Right. I think we should make some reference to their roar because we've brought in the lion thing, but True. there is usually something about the voice. Okay. So again, what you've already said, that they could be good at debating or persuading, selling, those types of things, but it could just be a strong voice mm. that catches the attention. Yeah. And again, that doesn't mean it's the loudest. There could even be something uncomfortable about it. Okay. Think if you're in the jungle and you hear the lion roar. Oh, oh yeah. Right? You know, there could be something shrill about the voice or something that makes everyone, puts everyone on edge. Could be the person that always, like, speaks up, even though, like, like no one else is saying it, but it's like, they're like, I'll say it, <laughs> right. right? And they yeah. kind of, like, upset the apple cart yep. with that. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. Um, so let's talk about maybe some more like the struggles yeah. that side of the Leo um, aspect. Again, one other thing we should say, which I think we've said before, like everyone has every single sign in their chart. Oh yeah. Right. So we're yeah. not picking on the Leos. We all have Leo um, in our chart. We're mostly talking right now. If you have your sun, your moon or your rising in Leo. Right. Um, but look to see where Leo is in your chart. If you're familiar with the house system, mm-hmm. you know, if Leo sat on your second house cusp of money and what you value, you might really relate to some of these things. Oh, or can I, you know, Leo is on my eighth house. Yep. And so, yeah, I'm very, you know, I've always been very focused on month end. What do we owe? What, what do we have? You know, kind of doing a little bit of a accountant statement yeah. uh, you know even in our personal finances at the end of the month just to see really did we, did we lose uh you know a couple steps or we did we gain a little bit this month hopefully always gaining but yeah. uh yeah no i i very much and i get i get joy i get happiness out of looking at bank balances yeah well that'd be the <laughs> Leo, that's like that, your stage that, that's, that's right kind of... that you know i like that idea so yeah i really look at that as very 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 relevant okay so some of the struggles of um leo so we think about the sun right we have to go back to their ruler um and the sun is not out we don't see the sun 24 hours no now maybe if you're like in alaska you see it more than we do but Mm -hmm. the sun certain times of the year yeah right the sun does have to go away where we then see the moon yes so when we think of leos if they're going to be emulating Mm -hmm. their ruler that they need that downtime yes backstage time that backstage time and we'll think about this sunrise is like the curtains going up yeah right the pulling back before the big show yeah and then sunset is when the curtains close close down yeah and there's some something about that cycle that leos relate to yeah, so these could be people that they're out in public and they're super chatty and they can work the room. And then when they come home, their partners might think, okay, I mean, you just put on a show out there. Now you're just quiet and you need like this nap time, that there's right. like this recovery that goes into it. Yeah, and there can be a great shift even in their whole uh, persona, in their dress. So, you know, and we've seen this, we see it all the time in the stars, the movie stars, that we see them, of course, how they look on stage. And then what do the paparazzi love to do? Oh, they love to catch them with no makeup, in their, you know, tattered, yeah. I don't know, tattered, but, you know, yeah, just less than interesting clothes. clothes, comfy clothes, you know, and then they want to catch them at that. But that's the Leo quality, that that's when true. they're on, they're on, but they need downtime. And, you know, 
my mom, your grandma, was a double Leo, mm. and she definitely liked her naps. Okay. She, I think I'll lay down for a nap now. Okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> and uh, he's like, okay, show's over, folks. I'm taking down, going for a nap. And it was literally a nap. She didn't go in and sleep for hours. No, yeah. she might lay down for sometimes, you know, 30, 45 minutes, and then, okay, I'm up and going again here. Okay. So that's definitely, uh, you know, growing up with a, a double Leo mom, I can I see so many things there. But, you know, one of the things I, I think is associated with that Leo energy is generally I don't think they like to talk about their losses, their sufferings. Mm. And again, you know, my examples are obviously coming from, you know, I was born in the 50s, so, you know, the 60s, the 70s. You know, I never saw my mom talk about something that was a personal loss, something where, you know, and I know they had stories because she came through the depression. Oh, yeah. Right, things of that nature. She saw stuff, put it that way. And uh, very much, they very much hold their uh, pride, I say, hold mm-hmm. their pride uh, that everything is fine, everything is good type of thing. Uh, they just don't, they don't have any cracks is in their armor, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Um <clears throat> What about maybe not being the best listeners? Yeah. Well, you know, some people just make it easy. They're, you know, they're, they're listeners. They make it really easy for you to talk. Yeah. They're giving you a lot of feedback and things like that. But um, I'm not sure. Maybe it's not that they're not the best listeners. Maybe it, maybe it doesn't seem like they're listening. Or that they might relate what you're saying to their personal examples to show that they're listening. But it might not sound like they're just being empathetic and listening. Yeah, I think the listeners I'm talking about, someone who just listens and they're not going to, oh, yes, and my life, okay. you know, blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. You know, they're going to immediately, and, and many of us are guilty of that. When someone tells us a story, we immediately relate it to, oh, what's going on in my life. Right. But they're not the best. It's not, they Remember, go back to that little primitive drawing as children with our white paper and our crayons. Yeah. We drew the sun and then we drew those spokes flying out from it. Leos project out. Right. Um, I think Leos are inclined to know a lot of people, but maybe not on that deeper level. So that could be kind of go back to your thing about like, they don't talk about their losses or their sufferings that again, that they can have a lot of more superficial relationships that we're not getting down to the core of. Right. I agree that. Well, they're influencers. You said the word coaches earlier. Mm-hmm. They're like influencers. Leos are influencers. And so they have an effect on people. But the, the role is not to get to know everybody deeply. Right. It's to influence them. Right. That's true. Okay, let's break down um, Leos into the three kind of stages. Yes. So if you were born um, between July 23rd and August 2nd, mm-hmm. or if you know your chart and you sit at a zero to 10 degree sun, um, you are ruled, you're kind of a double Leo. Yes. You're ruled by the sun. And the one thing I would say about double Leos, they do not like to be embarrassed. Okay. They do not like to be ridiculed. Uh, they might have real difficulty with someone who just you know, you're in some families and they do a lot of ribbing at each yep. other. Uh, they don't roll with that very well. Yeah, they can be very ambitious, uh, very fearless, very sincere. Yes. Um, all, all of those like adjectives that we describe like the fire signs by. Yes. Um, this is if the sun is not afflicted. So if you're listening to this and you're thinking, oh, I, can't, I don't necessarily relate to that. If you have like Pluto sitting on your sun. Oh, yeah. Or Saturn. Yeah. Right. So there are other things that play into it, but these, this can give you a, a basis of what. Exactly. 
Um, I do think these make great friends. Oh, yeah. No, I agree. Or they just, they're, they're considered the Leo's Leo yep. at J- July 23rd to August 2nd. They're really strong Leos. Yeah. When we go to the next stage, we have August uh, 3rd to August 12th. Again, so we're thinking like 10 to 20 degrees of Leo. Now you're ruled by Jupiter. So there's some Sagittarius qualities that fall into your Leo sun. Road trip, right? Road trip, travel. They like to be on the go. They want to explore. They want to learn. This person might be, this Leo, might be a little more interested in other people. How do you do that? Where are you from? Really getting into others because they're on a learning curve on a big learning curve yeah so almost like the rays if you mm-hmm. will but now they have the sagittarius the arrow yeah so it's like oh, the distance yeah. They, yeah um or the connections mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. networking um anything else we want to say about i mean i think that kind of summed it up with the jupiter that they might move a lot they might travel a lot i would say they might be luckier they might kind of okay. think of themselves as lucky or they might gravitate to um, those lucky omens, or, you know, I got a rabbit's foot. I have, you know, okay. they might think about those things. Yeah. I would also think that, like, um, continuing education would be great for them. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, even going back to school at some point. Getting oh. certifications, yeah. licensing. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then the last group, so uh, August 13th to approximately August 22nd, your son would sit at 20 uh, to 29 degrees of Leo. Um, now you're more influenced by Aries. Yeah. So yeah. you're like an Aries Leo. Yeah. So we get the double fire there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry, this is considered a little more them. impulsive, a little more impulsive Leo. And uh, I think most people would say more courageous, uh, more independent. Um, and basically they're, risk- they're taking more risks. Yeah. Because Mars rules being first Mars or being competitive. Yep. Right, so I'm going to run the race. I'm going to try to beat you know, beat that other person out. So this could be the athlete. I would think muscles, anything yeah. that you can do, punching bags, weightlifting mm-hmm. could be a mm-hmm. great way to mm-hmm. um, live that energy out. Right. Um, when we move to some of the celebrities, I don't know if you want to talk about a few of the Leo celebrities. You know, I... I, I want to talk about Alfred Hitchcock. Okay. Very dated, but I thought, oh, how cool that he was a Leo. Because, you know, he had his profile, and it was always in black. Well, at first it was in black, and then it filled in. And, and you know, it was so interesting that he used his headshot. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's one word we didn't use with Leos. Oh, yeah. It's a little bit dated now because headshot sounds like an 80s term, I think. So, okay. oh, I got to get my headshot. No, <laughs> for everything, Versus you had to have a, a headshot. <laughs> right. And now it's a selfie, so it's not a big deal. But uh, Leo is about, you know, how you look and how you project, right? So the Leos oftentimes are very interested in oftentimes from that, you know, from that bus, uh, line. bus line up what that image is. Well, Alfred Hitchcock actually used his profile. Yeah. And it was kind of an odd you know, extreme po- profile as well, balding man. Uh, and then, it, you know, it filled into black and then it went into this really kind of dark, scary, you know, picture show, so to speak. So I thought that he was just a great example of a Leo, putting his, you know, his, his image right on his films. Yeah. Uh, we could look at someone like J.K. Rowling, um, the author of the Harry Potter books. The children's the literature. Children. Yeah. Catering. Even though I must say, I really did enjoy those books myself. Yeah. 
you know, yeah. I read them right along with you guys did. Yeah, but it's like that child, like, I mean, I don't know. I feel like they got kind of darker. I didn't follow them along yeah, as They well, did. And, you know, we you have did. not talked about that so much, the dark, the really the darker side. And there is a darker side to Leo. Right, right. Um, we could even talk about Meghan Markle. Um, well, if we could assign her the lion. That kind of needs no yeah. introduction. She just moved yeah. her way into the royal family. Yeah, exactly. She really, I mean, she, I don't know that, I don't know that her intention was to do it. Right. But she really shook things up. Oh, yeah. Her entrance into the family. Absolutely. She roared. <laughs> she did. She did. We could also um, talk about Hulk, Hulk, Hulk Hogan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like just his presence is like... That's a Leo that's presence. Leo. <laughs> exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. And his hair. I mean, you know, True. a little bit longer, right? Is that... I thought that was a wig. Is that his real hair? Um, okay. It is a matter. Does Hulk Hogan not have long hair? I don't know. I thought maybe that was a wig. Either oh, way, though. Oh, it makes no difference. It's part of his image. True. True. Yeah. Um, let's wrap this up with what Leos have been going through. Um, yeah. So we'll, we're talking. We've been talking a lot about Jupiter and Pisces here. Yeah, we, I'm stuck on it. I know it's moving back. It's into good news. You know, I do like yeah. to talk about what some good news. I well, feel like yeah. there's so oftentimes talking to a client about oh Pluto squaring your sun and Saturn's uh-huh. opposing your sun and da 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 da. You know that is so lovely to say. You know what? I've had some lovely outlooks recently that I've done for clients because they have so many Jupiter things going on. Yeah. And, oh, my gosh, it's been just a delight to deliver that news. But anyhow, uh, Leos. So Jupiter's in your solar eighth house. That cha-ching, cha-ching. That's great news. But usually we do associate that with some sort of loss or hardship that then has a very positive outcome. Yeah, something that's been challenging, Yeah. but that has a great outcome. Right. So you can think of just buying a piece of real estate. Very stressful. True. Exactly. All the steps and everything you have to do. And then, uh, and you get this great house. True. You know, you go like, oh my God, it came true. Right. Or but, it could be like a job not working out. There being like tension and then getting a better job. Yeah. A so, raise, a promotion, a better job. Yeah. You know, uh, by the way, Jupiter in that solar eighth is very good for relationships, sexual yeah. relationships, uh, finding your passion, kind of resetting your life yeah um if you know your chart and you have an aquarius rising in addition to being a leo sun you're kind of getting a double whammy at the money side of things and the additional security that would be really nice right now yeah yeah Yeah. um so while that is all very positive we have to do talk about (laughs) now we have to come back to the reality check here yeah so especially those um early leos so if your birthday is before august 3rd Mm -hmm. This is behind you now. That's a good way to put it. If your birthday is after August 3rd and you're in the Leo category, this is to come. Um, You're in the midst of it. Yeah. So Saturn has been opposing Leo's suns and Uranus has been squaring them. And that doesn't happen often. No, it does not. No. So this isn't something like, oh yeah, oh yeah, that happened to me last year. I think 1999, 2000 was the last time that this happened. Right. So it's a big deal, and again, I can I give my please. It's a little disgusting, but oh, it's it's, it's it's a good metaphor. Okay, do I need you, to change the rating on this episode? No, no, not that, <laughs> okay. not that way. It's just gross. Okay. Um, so I say when Saturn and Saturn's you know doing an opposition and Uranus is squaring, it's like when you have a pimple. Okay. And you're looking at it, and you're trying to coax it along, so to speak, yeah. and you apply pressure from two different directions, and just right. gentle pressure. 
and right yeah it's a messy little situation it's kind of disgusting it can be painful yeah that's what leos are going through yeah they're being forced to change their identity to rethink the role that they're playing and that could be everything from my job could be challenging for relationships mm-hmm. they're being forced to say move it along yeah you've grown out of this situation right move on right and it's easy for me to say but sometimes that's difficult, like, move on. What do you mean? I, I'm not leaving. Yeah. I don't want to leave. I'm going to stay here and try to fight whatever, you know, the challenges are. Yeah. Um, so, again, if you're the early part of Leo's, you've kind of been through this. Maybe you, you're reeling from it still. Like, oh, yes. yeah, I just made a big, um, a big transition. Later halves of Leo's, again, you're mm-hmm. probably feeling it. You're feeling a little uncomfortable. It's like you can see the wave coming up from the ocean. Right. You haven't felt it yet, but you can right. see it's there's a, change coming. on the wave. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we do, ha- we are going to talk a little ways out, um, starting in 2023. Oh. Again, it's going to go in order from if you're the beginning of the Leo or the yeah, last. Those July part. 23rds are going to get hit Yeah, right there in 2023. And that's, oh my gosh, that's so far out there. No, it's Is not. Is it really? No. no. Okay. It's coming. Yeah. We'll we'll have Pluto uh, moving into Aquarius Mm -hmm. in 2023 and Aquarius and Leo uh, do oppose. So if you were listening to what we were just saying about Saturn opposing, you're in a squaring and you're sitting there as an Aquarius thinking, um, that's me or, you know, because they're opposite that. Right. Yes, it is you as well. Yes. Yes. Right. That's Um, a good point. Uh, so we will have Pluto. So if you have any friends that are Cancers or Capricorns, you might want to ask them what they've been through in the last couple of years. Um, but oh, Pluto yes. is, can be some great upheavals oh, um, and absolutely. changes mm-hmm. in life. So, um, gosh, I don't want to necessarily leave it on that point. But Well, let's go back to Jupiter and Pisces. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right. We should have started there right. here with this idea. Anyhow, so the... But, Okay, we all can have cha- we all have challenges. Oh, yes. But sometimes there's a nice diversion going on. True. You know, so it's work sucks, but hey, I'm getting, you know, all, this is all happening at home, you yeah. know. So, and that helps. It does. You get relief from someplace. So, they're getting relief from someplace here. Some good news is coming for Leo's, but yes, they're still wrestling with their identity. And I do think like Saturn and Uranus, while that creates changes, it's all just preparing us for then that next thing then of Pluto. Like, so it's not Saturn just, and Aquarius. Yeah. Saturn and Uranus, the aspects oh, that Saturn they're receiving and Uranus. from Saturn oh, yeah, and Uranus, yeah, Saturn and Uranus is getting them prepared for the aspect of Pluto. Yes. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Perfect. So that is going to wrap up our talk today on Leo's. I hope you found this insightful. Again, whether you're learning about yourself, your spouse, or your children, maybe even your coworkers. Yeah. <laughs> um, it just does give a better understanding of where people are coming from. So absolutely, we look forward to speaking to you guys next week. Take care. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. To keep in touch, follow us on social media at the underscore Kate Wind. And to see a list of our services and our store, you can visit our websites at thekatewind.com or maryswick.com. We'll talk to you next week.